I'm Kelly. And I'm Mariah. And this is Peak Distraction. A podcast about everything. Kilimanjaro. Mariah. <laughs> I like that when we did, when we worked together, um, you got so many cool nicknames out of it. Or like we used your cool nicknames and I got Maria, huh? Which is a fun nickname, but it's not easy to go Maria, huh? <laughs> no, it definitely does not have the same ring as a mountain. Yeah, it's true. Or Killa Marie. I really like Killa Marie. I think it's just because my name's longer. That's fair. That's really fair. I have a lot of weird off-the-wall nicknames in the rest of my life, so it's I'm not worried about not too worried about it. Good. I just really like saying Killa Marie, so don't be surprised <laughs> if I keep doing that. <laughs> You've done it for 10 years already? Oh my gosh, dude, nine, 10 years. Nine years. But also, this will be our 10-year anniversary because we met in January, didn't we, or February? February, yeah. Oh so I'm just God. saying, should we celebrate our 10-year anniversary somehow? Like probably with the <laughs> podcast, huh? Oh my God, do you want to do a podcast with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a great way to celebrate our 10-year friend anniversary. I think we could do something where we like... Create a murder mystery live and <laughs> take on different roles of characters. <laughs> and like one of us is framed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're a librarian and I'm a bartender and we like. <laughs> I think this is a really new idea that we've never had before or talked about on the podcast. Yeah, it just like it just came to me. Fresh idea. I like it. I have no questions and I think that that's a great idea and I'm here for it. The end. The end. All right, let's get on it. Happy 10 years. Perfect. Happy almost 10 years right now. Amazing. All right, so this is our, like, year in review episode. Book club yeah, it year is. in review episode. And this was actually your idea. Was it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember that, but I like the idea, so I'm glad it was mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we had talked about how, like, whatever, a year and a half ago, I think, we were like, oh, it'd be fun to read, like, funny Goodreads reviews. Yeah. episode on that. And then it was your idea to bring it into this episode. So we're going to be reading oh, funny so Goodreads fun. reviews and talking about them to pay homage to all of the greats <laughs> and all of the terrible <laughs> books that we read this year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we talked about it, too. We, like... I think we both at one point while we were looking for the books that we had on our list, because we split it up right between the two of us so that we would just get, we'd get it taken care of. But we talked a minute for a minute about like, oh, we could look for some funny, really positive reviews. Those don't exist. You guys, if you write funny reviews that are positive, send us, send them our way. Cause like funny, positive reviews just don't exist. So a lot of these reviews are negative. They bash on the books, um, but that's what makes them funny. Yeah. So there. And you know what they say, what better way to end the year than on a super negative note? So. <laughs> Kelly, that's what I literally always say every time. 
Every I say, year. well, and you know what? You know what I think? You know what I think? I think that if you end the year on a really bad note, the beginning of the next year has to be really good, right? You're setting, there's nowhere else to go but up. So you're setting exactly. yourself up for success. So yeah. we are doing that, but book club version. Mm-hmm. How can we negatively look at every yeah. single one of our books so that every single book next year is a five-star read? You're so right, Kelly. You're so right. That's also why I have just a little mental breakdown. January 31st, or what? December 31st of every year. <laughs> December 31st, Mariah gets a calendar notification. Really <laughs> mental breakdown. I think about cutting bangs for myself. Um, I never, well, I was going to say I never have. In high school, one time I did. That was a, that was a wild ride. Shall we get started with our book reviews, Kelly? Yeah, I think you're up first. I am up first. I'm up first with my first five-star read of the year from last year, which I didn't give a five-star read until, what was it, March when I finished the book? I don't know. It was months and months and months months later. So here, let's get started. In case you're wondering, in case you didn't know, I am talking about Dragons of Autumn Twilight, written Honestly, by Margaret. It took me a second to figure out which book you were talking about. Oh. Like, wait, you're starting with the March book? I was so confused. No. <laughs> Thanks I'm for sorry. clearing that up for the- me and the audience. <laughs> The book that we read in January that I didn't finish until March, which I think you have yet to finish. Um, So there might be some spoilers. I don't know. Also, that should be something that we say before we get started. There may be some spoilers. So spoiler alerts for all the titles we say. So first we have Dragons of Autumn Twilight by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Um, And the first one that I have is just, I love it. All it says is, I should have read it when I was like 10 with a sad face, (laughs) but not like an emoji sad face. It is like colon front parentheses. It like that kind of sad face. It is iconic. I feel like if there were a Goodreads review to represent Dragonlance, (laughs) this is it. The number iconic. (laughs) The number of reviews that I saw that either said like, I love this book because I read it as a kid or I wish I would have read it as a kid because I would have liked it then. Astronomical. So high. That makes Um, so much sense. Yeah. Because Dragonlance was a book that just felt really childish, but at the same time it made me laugh and it made me cry. And I feel like that is like how I feel when I reread Harry Potter, you know, like clearly it is not meant for me as a 27 year old (laughs) woman, but like I still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. So Mm -hmm. that hundred percent makes sense. If I had read that book when I was 10, I probably would have read that in like a night. Honestly, same. I had never thought about it like that, but absolutely. If I had read that book, when I was in like, so I think seventh grade was probably the year that I read the most books. I vividly remember I like switched bedrooms in my house. My older sisters moved to the upstairs. So I got to switch to a room that had a sunlight in it. And I would lay in bed all morning long. And if it was raining, I would like turn my lamp on and sit and read. It was my favorite. And it's my favorite bedroom. Plus Dragonlance. I, you know what? I would have been too afraid to read it because I would have been too afraid that someone would have seen it and been like, you're a nerd. Um, <laughs> <Loser>. <laughs> I also watched a lot of Glee at that time. So like, 
I don't know. I would have been afraid of the repercussions for reading something so nerdy, but I would have loved it. I would have loved that. Okay, I have so then else I want to say, but I'm gonna let you go. Wait, no, go ahead. This this review makes me a little sad. No. And like the the little sad face that's not the emoji too is just like it feels like someone just like realizing that they're they're getting older. And oh. this is something my sister-in-law, shout out to Sarah. Uh, we love Sarah. Mentioned this to me. She's also a well, not also. She's a way bigger reader than I am. Uh, but she was talking about how isn't it sad how like pretty soon here we're just not going to be able to re- relate to so many of the characters because so many of the books that we enjoy reading are like. I mean, I we already don't really relate to like the super YA ones, you know. But yeah. like the new adult ones, I don't know, like Fourth Wing. She's 23, like we're already so much older than her and we can like kind of relate. But yeah, like at a certain point, like are we even going to read those books or is it going to be a, I should have read this when I was 25. That's a terribly sad thing to say, Kelly. And I would like you to know that as someone who reads a lot of YA still, I think I'll probably just read YA for the rest of my life. Even when I'm like, I don't relate because I'll be like, wow, teenage Mariah would have eaten this shit up, you know? Okay. I think I'll find such a downer. (laughs) Well, Kelly, you're really setting us up for that December 31st. (laughs) You're, you're helping us. You're helping us on our way to greatness, you know? Yes. Um, my gosh, that's so sad. I'll just lean into the positive potential for nostalgia. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to lean into. Okay. So here's what the next one said. (laughs) Like I knew this was going to be bad. I just hoped it might be bad in a fun way. Fun is also surrounded by a forward slash and a backslash. Um, and then, so this that sentence one, I just hoped it might be bad in a fun way. Unfortunately, this was not to be. <laughs> I, <laughs> your face says it all. I know. I totally disagree with that review also. I thought it was so fun. No, I totally disagree as well. I have not marked that as like not finished on Storygraph at all yeah. because I abs- I fully intend on going back to read it and I fully intend on us reading the second book together and the third yeah. book together. Absolute thank you. It is terrible in a fun way. Yeah, exactly. I sometimes read these negative reviews and I was like, you just take things too seriously, I think. Or you don't have a sense of humor. Sorry, if that was your review, I'm so sorry. My review of your review is pretty mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, this is the last one I have. Can I read you just one sentence of the last one? Yeah. Okay. I read this book in two days. Can you imagine? That's that's really all that I... I read that and I was like, well, I have to talk about this on the podcast. I read this book in two days, but it only took me two chapters before I fell in love with the characters and the world. So this is a five-star review. I had I had to share a five-star review for Dragonlance because I love it. Um, and, oh, this is the one with that analogy. I know that for myself, there are books I read because the literature is beautiful and the words flow like silk and slip through the crevices of your mind, leaving quotes and thoughts stuck like gum to rubber boots. Yes, I was reading the other reviews. <laughs> This book, while not Dante, has a great story and visuals that my childlike mind devoured. 
<laughs> which is I like think- such a wholesome thing to say. The crevices of your mind makes me really uncomfortable, though. I think that review is better written than the book, though. I, <laughs> You're not wrong. You are so not wrong. But that's okay because it was terrible in a fun way. Exactly. It was meant to not be good. It's literally a D&D campaign. Yeah. Yes. Also, that was people's complaint a lot of the times when I was reading them. It was like, this read like a D&D campaign. And I was like, that's because it was. It was a D&D campaign that they just yeah. like wrote down. <laughs> Which is what we all knew. Like, I think we talked about that in the episode about it. It was like, yeah, that, it felt that way because that's exactly what happened. And we knew that going yeah. into it. It is a, a D&D campaign like directly rip off, ripped off of Lord of the Rings, which yeah. is fine. Exactly. Harry Potter is also ripping off of Lord of the Rings for the yeah. majority of it. Pretty much so everything is so at this point. So many fantasy novels. Yes, exactly. Which is fine. That's fine. Yeah. But it's clearly labeled. I mean, maybe there's different editions, but it's clearly labeled on ours. It says D&D on it like yeah. five yep. times. Very, <laughs> very boldly. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you've put in such a high review of this one. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. I really, I really like this one. Also, it has a really high rating on Goodreads. I think it's like a four point something. Yeah, I think it has a four point something review if I'm remembering correctly. I know. Isn't that so sweet? Right? I want to see what it is on Storygraph. I'm not going to look right now, but after this podcast, I'm going to look to see what it is rated on Storygraph. Please do. It should be rated highly. I agree. And I'm not even done with it. I've only read half of it. And I think it should be rated highly. <laughs> Honestly, valid. Okay. Kelly, what is the next book? Okay, so I'm doing Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, <laughs> which is our book- June pick. And I, I truly just need to preface this by saying that ours are all going to be so different here because it is – there was a very clear – line in the sand where our first six books of the year were like pretty much four to five star reads for both of us and then the last six books of the year were not very high for either of us I feel like that's really true like I don't know we haven't talked about our December book club yet so I don't know what our ratings are of that at all but I know for the rest of them like not very high (laughs) And this one so, I rated really high, though. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah, but this is going to be the highest of all of them, I think. And <laughs> yeah, I think you're so right. So I think our, this is going to be just very, very different vibes. So. All right, I'm so ready. <laughs> um. Okay, let's sift through these. I took like seven screenshots, and I don't really know what was the funniest <laughs> in that. So, um, so just start somewhere. and Deciding here. <laughs> I love it. This was pretentious drivel that read like it was written by a cis man half the time, didn't really seem to know where the plot wanted to go, and underused every character but Sadie, who just happened to be the most annoying person I've never met. That was scathing. That was a scathing review. And guess what? This is like... A freaking five paragraph review. That's all I'm reading. That's just the first paragraph. People who are that angry do tend to write just about as much as the author wrote. It's just how it goes. That's like in college Mm -hmm. on like professor reviews. 
Never did a re- oh ne- never gosh. did a review for a professor that I actually liked. Yep. I only left reviews and I spent a lot of time writing reviews for like probably two professors that I, just I love really that. did not love. And, I really and love that a lot. The same goes for book reviews. The longest ones are always just tearing it to shreds. Yes. Or someone who was like obsessed with it. Because I went in, I think I did a rate my professor... I'm sure I did for some who I was like, what is your issue? But then I did one for at least one professor who I really loved. The one who let some of his students join the Moonies for a weekend. Yeah. I think I left him a really positive review because I love him. That's nice. I think I may have left a positive review for like a few of them that I really enjoyed. But I'm definitely the type of person. It's the same thing for me. I don't know. I don't usually leave like long reviews Mm -hmm. on like storygraph yeah or goodreads but i typically do only write something if i really hated it yeah i do that if i really hated it for a while i was trying to write something for every book and then i gave up because i didn't want to hurt people's feelings (laughs) (laughs) i had a lot more mean things to say than nice things so yeah i don't expand on mine though you've seen my goodreads reviews and mine are like (laughs) Could have been a short story. <laughs> like, you know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh Those kind of vibes. Okay. Um, I have absolutely, this was a one-star review. I have absolutely no idea how this is in the New York bestsellers list and how people are actually enjoying this. A billion question marks. <laughs> this book started out strong, but it got so boring towards the middle. I just wanted to DNF it so badly, but I finished it anyways. That was a pattern that I noticed a lot of one-star reviews where so many people uh-huh. were like, I hated it, but I don't DNF <laughs> books because I like to torture myself, but this sucked. <laughs> That's really funny. Fueling your own rage. Oh my gosh, kind of a hate read. We love a little bit of a hate read on this podcast. We do. We do. You know we love a hate read. If you follow our book clubs, you know we love a hate read. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this was a five-star review. Um, Simple, effective, and I I love this person. It's it's like honest. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Utterly pretentious and wholly moving. <laughs> yes. You know what? I would like to just copy and paste their review into my review because that's exactly how I felt about it too. It's like, this is yeah. pretentious and I'm so yeah. moved by it. Yeah. I feel like it's super honest because like the first one I read, I was like, I mean, isn't that kind of the point? Like, uh huh. they are supposed to be pretentious. We're not supposed to like them. Sadie yes. is supposed to be annoying. Yes. I yes, I agree with you so much. I love that review. Pretentious yeah, and moving. Right? Yeah. Yes. And sometimes you just have to read a book that is both very pretentious and very moving and you have to say, "Hey, I know what this is." Great. I'm proud of you. Okay, do you want another five-star read or do you want a five-star Ooh. review? We'll do one more for this one. And then do you want a five-star one? Or- yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm biased because I really liked this book, so I want to hear what other people who liked it said. <laughs> okay. Then, this is also nice, short, and simple. There is some some language in this one, so fast <gasps> forward 10 seconds if you have little kids or are afraid of swear words. Um, thank God for books. 
But also, I'm never reading anything ever again because Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know. I have so many questions. I need. We should. We should reach out to that person and see if they'll be on the podcast just to tell us what the <laughs> hell that meant. Can you please expand on your review for us? Hey, what, you, what does this mean? Could you could you just do us a favor? Listen to our episode on this book really quick, and then call in. Tell us what you mean, and what do you think about yeah. our perspectives on the book? I also thought it was super dramatic because, like, I mean, truthfully, I do think it is really pretentious, and the characters yes. mostly suck. Mm-hmm. And I like it wasn't like that emotionally moving of a book for me. But it feel it really feels like this review is giving like this book changed my life vibes. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, like I'll never read again because now I'm ruined for all other books. Yeah, that's how I felt about Fourth Wing. <clears throat> yeah, I remember like, you saying that. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Really? I mean, I that's I, <laughs> I clearly have a different taste in books than this person, but you do. That's yeah. that is accurate, and you know what, Kelly? I think that that's okay. Did tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow change your life? I was, I loved it. I think, I think I gave it five stars. If not, I gave it four. I think that I didn't like the very end. So I gave it four stars. Okay. My problem is that I rate books right after I finish reading them. I really need to start giving them a couple days to sort of marinate in my mind, you know? Mm, yeah. Let them stew. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Don't think about it. Don't be so emotional about that. Remember, we only give stars with purpose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's me. Stars with purpose, always. Okay, hit me with with our next book. All right, our February book club book was The Woman in Cabin 10 by Ruth Ware. And I think I remember you saying when we read this book that you preferred this one to her other book that you had read. Yes. So a lot of the reviews I read said the exact opposite. Like if they hated this book, it's because they loved her other book. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Which one are they talking about? Because she has quite a few books. Oh, I, I don't remember. It Girl, I think is like really popular or something like that. I don't know. It was something to do with Woods, I think. Mm, that's the one that I did not enjoy. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I, every time I read those reviews, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe it makes a lot of sense, actually. So if you like that one, don't waste your time with The Woman in Cabin 10, maybe. Here's the first review. It's a two-star review. <laughs> and it starts with, I smacked my head on a low-hanging light fitting earlier, so I'm particularly grumpy. But here's what irked me about this book. Whining <laughs> protagonist. <laughs> Too anxious and irritating to function. Plot holes bigger than the Grand Canyon. Every character unlikable. Took forever to get going. That ending, I hurt my eyes rolling them so hard. Guess what, low Blacklock? I wouldn't have believed you either. The end. (laughs) I like that it's prefaced with... I hit my head earlier, so I'm angry. Why are you writing a review right now? No one is forcing you to. And if they are, kick them out of your house. What what was what was that quote about like I rolled my eyes so hard 
It hurt? <laughs> that ending, I hurt my eyes rolling them so hard. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I can't even remember the ending of that book. I just remember I enjoyed it. I, same. Actually, I do remember the ending. The ending of that book is um, the girl who was helping to keep her um, like locked up essentially sent her money from a bank to her bank account. Yeah, you're... Okay, yeah. Which also, like, I hated that they sent it over, like, through a bank. I was like, are you kidding? That's too big of a paper trail, buddy. But other than that, I was obsessed. I loved that book. Ugh, I might read it again just for fun. That was really good. I think we both rated that five stars. I think we did. I think that was one of the first ones that we had rated... We had both rated five stars, and we were very excited. As we should have been. It's worth being excited over. I'm noticing a pattern here of people being really pissed off by unlikable characters. Yes. Yes. And I think that you and I are both kind of like, no, the purpose is to hate them. I love to hate a hateable character. Yeah. I don't like, I don't mind that. I'm no, I can't bring it back to fourth wing again. I always talk about fourth wing. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. If you want that to become your personality. I'll bring it back to Twilight. No one likes Bella. Bella sucks. <laughs> Except a lot of people like Bella. Isn't that problematic? Yeah, no, but most people don't. <laughs> most of us have grown into disliking Bella because she's the worst. Even, honestly, even Stephanie Meyer, she wrote from Edward's perspective about Bella. And he literally is like, she's another human girl. And he's like, whatever, she's not even that pretty. He literally says that. How dramatic. And then he sees another woman and he's like, everything about her was feminine. And he like can't even hold himself back. He's like, I'm obsessed. I'm confused. Does he not like Bella? No, he likes Bella. Bella. He is. This is before he met her. He couldn't smell her blood yet. Oh. Yeah. Nor could the humans whose thoughts he was reading about her and seeing her. So, honestly, I don't know, man. I can't imagine... Things going well for them post her becoming a vampire, you know? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But, like, prime example of a hated character. I actually just yeah. saw an article. Uh, I didn't read it, but the title was talking about how Bella Swan is, like, one of, like, the ten most hated characters of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, valid. And then apparently low, low Blackwood. Blacklock? Whatever her name is. Yeah, Blacklock. <laughs> Is another one? Apparently. This reviewer I, would probably say that. I really liked how she said, guess what, low Blacklock? I wouldn't have believed you either. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, though. and But those are like, that's, the again, the point of the book. We're not, yep. we're supposed to question who we're trusting. It, exactly. An unreliable it's, narrator it's like is the point. It's a psychological thriller. Like, yes. do we trust Lowe's story? That's like the whole point. Exactly. Exactly. And I still don't trust the boyfriend. I know that everyone else is like, we love the boyfriend. No, not me. I still think he planned her murder. I loved the boyfriend. I know you did. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the next one? Yes. Yes. I'm yes. not going to read. All- this one is another one that was like five or six paragraphs long. I'm just going to read you the first couple of sentences. It's a one star review. I just realized I don't hate myself and therefore will not be completing this. 
If you look up the word mediocre in the dictionary, it's just a photo of this book. Maybe a photo of the opening page because the cover of this, the cover is the only thing about this that isn't shit. <laughs> it is a good cover though. It's wrong. a great cover. <laughs> a great cover. <laughs> this person is not wrong about the cover. That's all. Um, those were the only ones that I had. I think that I gave up at some point because I was like, I, there's nothing funnier than, than those two. <laughs> I decided to stop reading this because I realized I don't hate myself. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the drama. Once again, I think that we should start reaching out to people who give one star reviews on Goodreads, like pretty consistently. And we should ask them to be on the podcast just to shit talk. Like, I would love that. Can we do that? Um, yeah, we are now casting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're now taking guests on to uh, just come and shit talk your least favorite reads ever. <laughs> Kelly and I will have to read them. That'll be our book club book for the month. Is whatever book you hate the most. We're just gonna and we'll do read a it. Year of the shittiest books ever. <laughs> the worst rated books. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's kind of like having a mental breakdown December 31st. Exactly. But like throughout the entire year. Exactly. A year long and mental breakdown. Well, it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it <has. laughs> yeah, we've been there. We've been there. Uh, well, your last review transitions perfectly into the first review that I have for our favorite book of the year, which... <laughs> was anatomy of a love story <laughs> i'm so ready oh my gosh i cannot wait i literally kelly got goosebumps i'm not i have goosebumps right now i'm so excited <laughs> so this is a two-star review and it just says it's like you know a book you can read if you hate yourself <laughs> Honestly, I was having so much fun reading all of the one and two star reviews for this book. I was like, yes, you're speaking to my heart. Oh my I was also shocked. I cannot tell you how many people were like, this book is perfection. People rated this book so highly. <laughs> what? And also, the author gave herself a review. <laughs> and it's like, I might Wait. be a bit biased, but... This is a great book. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Um, there were some good reviews for this, though, that I was... They were probably just funnier and better because I was like, yes! <laughs> Read them to me. Read them all to me. I want to hear them. I agree. Okay. Oh, I didn't... This was a long review, so I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a one-star review. This is a long one. Are you ready? I'm I need to read the so ready. <laughs> I'm ready. In all caps. Oh, please spare me. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Hazel's allowed to mourn the death of a loved one and bury them all nice and lovely while she can dig innocent people out of their graves for her sick and stupid dissections? This goes beyond disrespect. I don't relate to vile people, thanks. <laughs> That's just the first part. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. There are bullet points with some notes. Stop. Jack, what are you doing, babes? Get a life robot boy. (laughs) The way he declared his undying love for Hazel and she still kept her engagement ring with her cousin. I literally forgot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The Tumblr boy. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) This book took the word feminism and beat me with it. (laughs) I'm sobbing, shaking, bruised, and throwing up as Hazel screams. It's unjust that she's just too womanly of a woman. Simply too feminine to peel off people's skins. I saw this coming a mile away, and at the same time, nothing happened in this book that mattered. Does that even make sense? IDK. Look, (laughs) these shallow graves was the blueprint. I don't remember 80% of that book, but the vibes, man, the vibes. Not to mention a more tolerable female and male MC. One star because this cover, the cover, guys. (laughs) Wow. I don't think I've ever related to a review so well. I'd like to write that person a love letter and just say thank you. Thank you for putting everything I thought and felt into a review. (laughs) You're iconic and we love you. You wrote down what I couldn't form into words. I think we should make, we should set up a Goodreads account for Peak Distraction Podcast and start responding to people and be like, you should really listen to this episode. You'd love it. Hey, we want, hey, we hated this book too. (laughs) Hey, we'll do a second episode about it because we also didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have another one star review here that I forgot about and I'm laughing all over again. If you told me Hazel and Jack were 12 years old, I'd believe it. My favorite character was the frog, the dead one. (laughs) (laughs) So savage. (laughs) Oh, that's really good. (laughs) Wow. Um, another one star (laughs) classic. For a journalist, the author seems to have done zero research for this book. There is no concept of time in the book, historically, nor within the plot itself. Yeah. Literally, Kelly, I think that we should start messaging these people with the episode link. I think that they'd appreciate it. Yeah, just drop comments with it. Yeah. Do it your personal yes. account. We don't I'm want going to, to start doing like it. Author. You're, you're so right. I'm going to start doing that. Like, <laughs> just listen to this episode. I think you'll like it. Um, wow. I tried to find some uh, positive reviews, and <laughs> honestly, I, I took a screenshot of a couple, and I was honestly like, I cannot relate. Like, this seems like a gross overreaction. Is this the first book you've ever read? I- <laughs> what, what did some of them say? What did one of them say? Okay, I just have one that I screenshotted because I was like this is hilarious just because it's so ridiculous 
Swoonworthy, gasworthy, unbelievable, perfect, and simply way too much for a little emo bitch like me. This goes on the list of books I feel were written for me specifically beginning to end. And that has 29 likes on it. So 29 other people also felt that way. What? Yeah. Apparently people you were really taken by this love story. That's what like a theme what? of the five-star reviews were. They were all raving over how they could not. So many people cried. The one right above this says, well, crap. Now I'm in tears. Friends, please give this book some leniency at the start. But um, it's like, uh, yeah, it made him cry. What? How? My eyes hurt from rolling them too hard. Yeah. <laughs> same. Literally same. Isn't that incredible? That's, I literally, how? I need to know how. I know. I also, I didn't have enough time when I was looking through these. Some of these I really want to go see, like, what other books they read or what other books they read. Yeah. Because, like, I'm so, mm, I understand, like, there's a lot of, like, three and a half ones. And, like, I get that, like, I mean, we like Dragonlance, so like, I, I, I get it. You can, it's possible to like bad books. <laughs> I would also like to point out that we are fully aware that Dragonlance is not like peak literature. I don't, it, like it doesn't. I would not call it swoon-worthy swoon or gasp-worthy, but I would call it <laughs> terribly fun. Yeah. Yes. I would also say you've written characters that make me fall in love with them to the point where I cry with them sometimes. Yeah. I could not say that for Anatomy, a love story. Yeah. Okay. See, like, that's what I don't get. Like, I am, I tend to be, like, pretty, <laughs> I'm so self-aware, guys. I- um, <laughs> <laughs> truthfully, like, in book reviews, I think I tend to preface things with, like, look, I know this is not great writing, <laughs> but I fully loved this book anyway. Yes. I read a lot of reviews like that that were like, look, I get it. Not everyone loves this. I do. Okay. I appreciate those more than the other ones. I'm like, this literally must be the first book you've ever read. Yes. You are learning how to read and you're in, in love with the magic of words coming to life. Which, like, I still would be surprised. If this was the first book I ever read, I think I would have quit reading. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. I would have never finished a book in my life. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's so mean. If I wrote a book and someone said that about my writing, I would be devastated. I don't really mean that. We're setting ourselves up for karma. (laughs) We're both going to publish books and they're going to just be absolutely tanked. People people are going to read them because they hate them. Hey, I still make money people off of it, you know? People are going to start a podcast and focus on ripping our book to shreds. <laughs> that's going to be the whole preface. Like, the whole the whole idea. The premise. Gonna, that's what I was looking for. They're going to devote their life to just uh, making sure no one ever reads our books ever again. <laughs> great. 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 You know what? I'm trying to think about what 12-year-old Mariah would have thought about this book. Because I, I actually... I would not have liked this. Do you think? I think 12-year-old, Mar- 12-year-old Mariah was obsessed with the Pretty Little Liars book, which I recently went back and read the first one of. 
and it wasn't good. That's very different, though. Pretty Little Liars don't even put this in the same realm as Pretty Little Liars. No, I'm saying for 12-year-old Mariah, like, I think that if I could have gotten past all the squelchiness of it, I probably, you know what? 12-year-old Mariah probably would have really enjoyed this book. That's concerning to me. 12-year-old me probably would have hated this book as much as 27-year-old me. Yeah, no, I believe that. I believe that fully. I, I, yeah. Oh, no. That review could have been 12-year-old Mariah. I didn't check their age, and I can't really see their profile picture all that well, so honestly, they may be a 12-year-old. Which, like, that would make sense to me. that would make sense. I don't understand a 12-year-old's review of a book, so... (laughs) That's what I'm going with. All of the one-star reviews that I just read were accurate. They're adult perspectives. <laughs> yes. The five-star swoon-worthy review, definitely a 12-year-old. That's fine. They'll develop I hope. <laughs> Their palate is still it's They'll still develop growing. a taste. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hope so. Okay. What, what do we have up now? What do we read in March? your favorite book and my least favorite this was the moment that we changed the way that we did our book club yeah because you were gonna just gonna it was gonna be a i was gonna shit on it again it yeah well like reverse roles reverse it was gonna be flip it and reverse it exactly (laughs) um so it's the happy ever after playlist by abby jimenez no don't shit on my favorite book I th- this okay. I'm starting with the comment that I think you're gonna hate the most. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. It's a one star review. <laughs> no idea why I thought a book centered around a dog would be good. Moved way too quickly <laughs> and super unrealistic. Couldn't even finish it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Screw you. I wanted to read the dog Christmas book so I- badly <laughs> this year. <laughs> and see, that's why I knew that you were gonna extra hate that comment. One of the best parts of that book in March was the dog. Honestly, that was the part that I liked. <laughs> Everything else was, was like so cute. The dog part was cute. I liked the dog part. Everything else, I was pretty unimpressed with. Good, so okay, then I don't you're know. Not a monster like this I, well, Did I ever tell you that I used to really dislike dogs? Probably eventually at some point in the past nine years. Well. I did, and then I lived with someone who really loved dogs, and she would send me dog memes and pictures of cute, and she would, like, tag me in the comments of pictures of cute dogs on Facebook, and then I was like, oh, now I see dogs, and I go, oh, look at that little pupper. I see Millie, and I fall to bits. She's adorable. Yeah. (sighs) Anyhow, I'm glad we agree about the dogs. I owe a lot to that person in your life. You're so right. You're so right. Um, Okay, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. This is also a one-star review. God. (laughs) Insta-love, barf. (laughs) Started out well, but then halfway through, I wanted it to end. I wanted it to just end. There was so much filler of, I love him so much. I love her so much. I can't live without him. I can't live without her. In exactly those words, literally. (laughs) I would skip to... Three pages at a time because I was so fed up. This one also. <laughs> one day she's depressed. The next she's horny and in love. Selling her house and living in a bus with her rock star boyfriend touring the world. Massive eye roll. I don't get the rave reviews. This isn't good. 
I like that I keep getting ones with eye rolls in them. I think that's really funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I have one last one. Are you ready? Is it a five star? No, but it is a two star. Oh, okay. This one, this one's funny on because of. Note. This one is funny. This one I think you're gonna think is funny. <laughs> I just okay. So this clearly, this person left a review before they even started the book, and it said, "I just know I'm gonna love this." And then the little painting nail emoji. It's Abby Jimenez after all, with a little smiley face with the tongue sticking out. Update. I did not, in fact, love this. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I feel I, so bad for them. <laughs> that's, like, so disappointing. Honestly, that's how I felt about it, too. I literally was like, look at the cover. Look at the stuff. I, I That person and I get each other on a personal level. Update. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, not it. It. I did not. I did not. Don't want to. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor, poor girl. That was all that I had. That's how you felt about that book, truly. Yes. I know you didn't love it. You really thought you were gonna love it, though. You don't like romance. It, well, I thought I was gonna like it because, like, I liked Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Yeah, Emily Henry's different, though. Emily Henry's like. She's romance, but she's not romance to the level that Abby Jimenez is romance. Yeah, yeah. So I think that what happened was that I've never actually read a romance. And then I read Abby Jimenez and I was like, oh, I." it turns out I hate actual romance books. I love a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Wait, what's what's um, the next book you have? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I just like paused because I just realized that we're never gonna read another romance book on this podcast. Oh. A true romance book, huh? I'm Unless so people sorry. recommend it, send in your book suggestions, and if enough people request it, if they request it, and then they tell me where all the steamy parts are that I can skip, I think I could handle it. Okay, your issue with that book was not the steamy parts, though. It was that that's true. Jackson Waters was a d bag. Yeah, well, that's true. That that's accurate. Which is fair, <laughs> you know. I like I can see why you thought that. I didn't think of that, but that's also because I enjoy the romance genre. Yeah, and I think that that was that was a big learning moment for us actually to realize like, oh, this is just a difference in genre preferences more than anything else. Yeah, which we already knew we had a difference in genre preferences. I don't know if I knew it to that level, because I didn't know that I didn't like that. Anyhow, you we could talk about like this for your, days. You just you tend to like your books to have a little more depth than I do. I, <laughs> you know what? I really do like a literary fiction. I like. I am. You're significantly more pretentious than I. <laughs> it's true. When I'm reading, I love a little bit of pretentious. I love a pretentious book title. For example, yeah, a separate piece. No, do not bring that up. Never. I don't I don't actually think a separate piece is pretentious. But I am going to reread it, I think, this winter. Yeah, but it was upsetting because you also hated it and then you turned on me. No, I hated it so much that I ended up loving it. I had a very similar experience with the book A Separate Piece by John Knowles as I did with Dragonlance. 
I initially was like, I'm going to hate everything about this. And then I read it and I was like, I love to hate this. And also there are parts that I do love. Don't even equate those two books. I'm sorry. One I knew is you were going to say that. Because it has dragons in it. Okay, that's a really good point. <laughs> and you know what? I did end up loving Dragonlance because I loved it. Yeah. So maybe they are completely yeah. different. Exactly. I'm sorry. I just talked in a circle. Go ahead. Okay. Our September book club pick was When in Rome. Which oh, no. You and I both had the same reaction as that last review you read um, for this book. <laughs> yes yes that's so true both of us were really excited for this one and Mm -hmm. both of us were like did not love it hate didn't even like it not good not enjoyable i didn't even hate it i just like no thoughts not yeah no i didn't even roll my eyes i just sat there going this is dull the eye roll (laughs) yeah exactly that would have been too much energy the end um okay my first one, two-star review. The writing style of this book was confusing. It felt like ADHD writing, where the <laughs> thoughts and writing jumped from subject to subject, and not in any way that made sense to me. Add to that a very predictable love story that takes way too long to tell. Um, so I yes. had to include this one because it was like, what the hell is ADHD writing? Yeah, yes, agreed. That doesn't does I, this person have ADHD? Clearly not, because you can't just say AD, like ADHD writing. ADHD looks different for everyone. There are plenty of writers who thrive as ADHDers and writers. You know what? I think that what they were trying to say was this person jumped from idea to idea without giving us any connective tissue, which like I understand I don't think that that's that book was too slow moving to have been that concept. Yeah, it was. It was way too slow moving. It would have been a lot faster paced. And if we were like comparing it to ADHD, I don't think this book is ADHD. Too. No. I also just I just thought I was like that's kind of highly offensive. That's <laughs> that's kind of really highly offensive. Do you also ask people when their last ADHD symptom was? Is that the kind of person yeah. you are? Because it seems like you might be. <laughs> You're not making sense. Do you have ADHD? <laughs> That's my favorite. I, like I love this person, that. This person would definitely ask someone that. Honestly, you're so right. I, Although I agree with most of their review, that was... You're right. That's offensive. I'm sick of it. What's the right? next review? Uh, okay. I got a one star. I got so annoyed by Claire's indecisiveness that I wanted to smack her. I have to be honest, I didn't like most of the supporting characters either. I also would have liked the ending better if she had joined the convent instead of doing the boring expected expected thing. At the risk of sounding sexist, men should not try to write romance novels with a female protagonist. Nah, you can't be sexist to the oppressor. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, but I agreed with her. I'm glad she took the risk because I think that is um, one of the number one things that we both said. We're like, why did a man even attempt to write a story about a woman deciding between the convent Uh and marrying a man? That does not make any sense. Also, the fact that a man wrote like the one female character who's the main focus and her daughter and all of the nuns at the convent. 
like convent, like multiple nuns at multiple convents. Also, he tried to write a woman grieving, and I just don't think that men understand that. Like, generally speaking, <laughs> maybe some men get it. I shouldn't be so harsh. Um, but I really don't at think the that... risk of sounding sexist. <laughs> the risk of sounding sexist. I'd like to point out, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. There have been a number of men in my life who have received my grief very well. But I don't think that they would have assumed that my grieving was going to take the shape that it did. You know what I mean? They... <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed that you were debating between joining a convent I, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think that any of them would have guessed the, the amount of dark jokes that I make. You know? <laughs> like, that's... Anyhow. I don't think that they would have written my character to be that way. And they would yeah. have been wrong. I feel like this is, like, an eternal debate of, like... You know, obviously, as a human being, you have some understanding of, like, the opposite sex, right? And, like, yeah. I mean, some females do write a book with all female characters, but, like, mm -hmm. generally, if you're a female writer, you're going to have to write a male character. Um, yeah. And if you are – I think it's all about audience, though, because, like mm – -hmm. Bringing it back to fourth wing here, like the male <laughs> characters and like romance books, like Jackson yeah. Waters, like it's a male character that like this woman knows enough about the opposite gender, right? But like also at the same time, I read a romance book and I'm not like, that's how men, like that's not how men are in real life, you know? Like, yeah, because they're written but, through the female gaze. Yes, but she's like writing she has a female audience. So that's yeah. fine. Whereas I, I really want to know why this author wanted to write this book, but like, yes, uh, all of the reviewers were female. I did not see a like single male yeah. reviewer for this book. And so it just feels like an odd choice. Like, cause naturally I think females are going to be the ones that gravitate towards this story because mm -hmm. there's like, only one male character and he plays a pretty minor role but like kind of a big role at the same time but yeah. like overall a pretty minor role yes agreed absolutely agreed i also think that <sighs> this is very biased because of the tiktoks that i see but i agree with what i've heard that like i think that women write more interesting female characters because they're, like, not caught up in, I don't know, I think, I just, from what I have read, feel like women more often write really interesting male and female characters. So that's just, that's just my perspective. I think that there's... Just throwing it out there. Just, I'm just, <laughs> at the risk of sounding sexist... No, not really. Not really. And you know what? There are plenty of books that I've read that are written by men that the women are written really well in and the men are written. I just think that maybe he should stick to whatever he was writing before that that got him an, uh, uh, a literary agent. You know? I agree. I agree. Okay. I have one final review for this. I was so ready. surprised that it was a three-star review. Oh. Um, but I thought, it was, I thought it was kind of funny. All right. Started strong, but after a while, I found the back and forth to be tedious. Cute enough, 
Maybe I'll appreciate it more when I have my midlife crisis. <laughs> well, we were both at kind of mid-quarter mid life crisis, so yeah, we should have understood. Is a midlife crisis... A midlife crisis has got to be more extreme than a quarter life crisis, though. Maybe. I mean, a quarter life crisis, like, we've already experienced so much change in 25 years, whereas a midlife crisis, you've likely had relatively more stability for 25 years. That's true. That's a good point. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. In 40 years, we'll talk about it on the podcast. All right. What is that going to be like our 4,000th episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. We Did you have any other reviews? Podcast will just, uh, everybody like tune in with their brains at 6 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. We won't be talking anymore, we'll be telepathically communicating. Exactly. We won't even have to, like, move a muscle at all. I love it. It's perfect. It's perfect. I think that's a okay, great plan. Okay, should we speed round through our last ones here? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I have Begin Again by Emma Lord. Um, one star. Literally, this the one star is for the Taylor Swift references, and that's it. Also, did you realize that the Taylor Swift, that the title was a Taylor Swift reference? Because I didn't. What is What is the title? Begin Again, like the song on the album Red, which oh. I did not realize. I No, I did not. I had no I, idea. No, I didn't pick up on that. Um, that's 50. This is the same. This is a two-star review. If you found Rugrats too risque, this one could be for you. It was YA, but honestly, it felt like a Nick Jr. show. The main character likes to say, say things like Cool Ranch Doritos instead of profanities. I'm aware there are college freshmen who are basically G-rated Disney characters. I wasn't friends with any of them, but this one had me saying chocolate-covered pretzels and annoyance. <laughs> That's all that I, I had. Rem- I do remember having having thoughts on the uh, using, oh. using foods as swear words. I did, have, I did have thoughts on that. Same. I also remember feeling that way in Twilight when Bella would say, holy crow. Yeah. Who says that? No one. Yeah. Like, just say the swear word. It's fine. The or, holy crap. Old... Yeah. Exactly. No exactly. one's going to be that offended. Uh, okay. Our The next book I have was Age of Vice, which... <laughs> oh my gosh. That was our only did not, do not finish or didn't finish. Yep. Um, one, uh, three stars. They have vices for sure. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, this was a five-star super dramatic read. I was soaked in perspiration. And not from a hot flash. The 544-page book was a page-turner of the highest order. I finished it in two days, even waking what? up at 2 a.m. to continue to read because I just couldn't let it go. Shocking. What? Shocking. I couldn't make it past page 60. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> two stars. Weird vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed that they gave it two stars. That seems like a lot. Uh, um, oh, two stars. 
Just could not get into this one. DNF'd at 50%, and that's after investing nine hours into audio. Way too long. Maybe I'll revisit it when I'm in the mood for some super depressing shit. So we were right. We we did not make it to 50%, but we were right to quit where we did. Uh, yeah, yeah. We I don't yeah. think either of us would have enjoyed this. Five-star review. No. We love families that do crimes together. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good start. Got it. Yeah, it was great. So those are kind of the highlights of Age of Vice. Um, there was one shocking piece of information that I learned in the reviews. And I was really, I was really digging. I think I looked through like 2000 reviews of this because I wanted to find a review that voiced my thoughts on this information. And I couldn't find it. So now I'm going to have to write it. What uh, was the information? <laughs> I found out. This is the first book in a trilogy. No. You're <laughs> lying to me. No, I'm not lying to you. What? This is the first book in a trilogy. And it's 600 pages. And I couldn't even make it past the first 60. And what? like 600 pages is a lot. I can handle that. I can handle 600 pages with yeah. fantasy. Outside of fantasy, I don't think there's a reason for really any book to be that length. There's few books for that real. can do it well. Most of the time, you just have a lot of information that you don't need. Some books are yes. able to do that really well, but most books are not unless it's fantasy. Most, most books, that's Those like my, 200 or more pages yeah. of unnecessary information. Exactly. And the other common th- theme, even like the four or five star reviews all mentioned that they were giving it high ratings because it was really, really good up until the last 200 pages. And it was a very common thought that the last 200 pages of this book completely fell apart. Wow. And everybody agreed that it would have been better if it was 200 pages shorter. And then there's two more books. And there's two more books. Yes. No, that's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? So I think we should be grateful for our decision it's clear yeah. we decided to stop reading because we don't hate ourselves. And that was a really good decision because there would have been two more books that we would have had to read. Gross. I'm so glad we quit while we were ahead. Yeah. I know. Me too. God bless. All right. <laughs> Our next book is Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Cosimano. Yeah, I've read is. YA. <laughs> I've read YA novels that were more mature and well-composed than this book. This was like an episode from some children's cartoon series that was trying way too hard to be funny. Finlay sounded like a clueless teenager incapable of managing her own life, making one stupid decision after another rather than parent than a parent with two kids. Can I just say that this person takes their life too seriously and I don't think that they're happy? I was just about to say... (laughs) Like, Finley Donovan is the most relatable character. Not really, because we didn't really have a lot that we could relate to her about. (laughs) Like, like just the way she is. Like, if this person thinks Finley Donovan is a teenager, then they also probably think I'm a teenager. So. Same. Same. Um... Finley Donovan is killing me with her lack of common sense and inability to act like an adult. Once again, what does that mean, even? Um, I did not find her at all relatable. The only person I liked in this book was Vero, though I questioned her unwavering loyalty to the mess that was Finlay. I'm sorry. What? They also, this person commented on, like, how Finlay is just falling apart. And then she says, 
This killed me. Then there are not one, but two hot guys after Finley. Really? The woman who wears clothing with old formula stains eats nothing but junk food and alcohol and barely seems to shower or make any effort with her appearance. The woman who lies to both men and is frequently covered in flop sweat from guilt. I'm sorry. Are you okay? I'm worried about the person who rated this, who reviewed this book. I think that's supposed to be the point though, is that she's a going through a divorce and a single mom of two and her husband's a total asshole to her. Yes. Like, that's why she's a mess. Yes, exactly. Also, I feel worried about this person because have you only met men who who like people based on what they look like and how they dress? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand hygiene is important. The way you dress matters. But also, like, this person's so mad that she eats junk food. I'm sorry that you haven't eaten a, an ice cream cone in 30 years. Yeah, is like is is eating junk food and drinking al- uh, drinking alcohol can be unattractive, I guess, to certain levels. And same with junk food as well, but like yeah. to certain levels. But like, also you got to enjoy life. And Finley Donovan is not like an alcoholic at all. Exactly. Exactly. Just ridiculous. And she's a single mom going through a divorce with two kids. Sometimes you got to eat like what you can in the 10 minutes that you have to eat yes it's more important to eat than it is what you eat especially in situations like that anyhow i was so upset by those reviews i didn't even look for five star reviews i'm sorry i should have no but those are incredible i am shocked by the one star reviews of those because i think finley donovan Mm -hmm. is another prime example of like it's just a fun book and it's supposed to be like so wildly like yes and like that's the point it's so supposed to be so ridiculous yes she does make all the wrong decisions but then it ends up all being okay that's like kind of the joke that's the whole idea exactly exactly like punchline of it yes also that second review was a a two-star review okay well, at least it was a two-star review, not a one Stars with review. purpose. Stars What's your next purpose? one? Okay, <laughs> a December to remember, which this episode is coming out after we've released our book club episode. Oh, so sure. We have not, we're recording this before we're recording <laughs> our book club episode. So Mariah and I are not done with this. I'm only about 20 yeah. pages in. So Same. It was weird looking for reviews. There were not a ton because this book just came out. I think in like September. So oh, there sure. were not a ton of reviews. And also it was really hard finding funny ones for this because it's a Christmas <laughs> book. So ultimately everyone is just like, oh, I love a good holiday read, you know? Like those are, yes. those are pretty much absolutely all of them. So I took a couple of screenshots. Um, a three-star review here. It was fine. Cute story and likable characters, but nothing really spectacular about it. And I'll likely forget the story in two months. But also, was it me or did the father seem like a douchebag? I really liked that because 20 pages in right now, I'm like, who is this freaking man? Yes. Also, why do people like him? He seems like a jerk. Right? Right? I was like, yes. No shot. This is, um, it's like giving me Bridget Jones. I need to talk about this on the pod, on the club. Well, I guess we already 
release the book club episode? I don't yeah, know. what a what trippy they, feeling. It's like Bridget Jones vibes. Have you seen all of the Bridget Jones movies? No. Oh, uh, okay, you're not going to get this reference then, but there, it's Bridget Jones vibes. There's a scene where she goes to a funeral of like some guy that she would, like used to shag in her 20s. And uh, it's like <laughs> they pan up and like pretty much the entire the entire attendance at the funeral uh-huh. is all women who have at one point. Got like, it. I, like, I can't believe, like, truly, that they're all going to sit and hang out and talk about the times that they all slept with the same man together. No shot. No way. Okay. No, not a thought. thing. I'm not done with this book yet, so I have not decided. It, I'm not letting it affect my opinion on the book, at least at the moment right now. But I, I do have to agree with that. <laughs> Was it just me or is that guy a douchebag? <laughs> yeah, retweet. Um, I wanted to hug this book when I finished. If I could hug me back, it would be a scarf-wrapped, cinnamon-scented hug. Wow. <laughs> I like that they envisioned what a hug from this book would feel like. <laughs> I'm going to think about that when I finish the book and see if I can come up with something cute like that. I saw that and I was like, I want to start thinking about all of all books that that way. Every <laughs> single that's, book. What would I feel like if it hugged me? Stars with purpose. You give it stars with purpose and then you say, how would this book hug me? There are some books right. that I hope don't hug me. That's something I'm bringing into 2024. So <laughs> get ready for it on the book club. <laughs> And how do you think you would feel if this book was giving you a hug right now? <laughs> would you smell anything particular? What sense would there be? What feeling would you have? <laughs> Is it an item hugging you or a person? <laughs> what, would, what would it look like as a person? And would you want them <laughs> hugging you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you really interested in that hug? Exactly. The questions, oh the true questions. It says a lot about a book. Truly. It does. I think it's a good way to start thinking about books. Honestly. Anatomy of Love Story is going to hug you and you're going to be covered in blood afterwards. <laughs> it's, it's a dead frog. <laughs> it, it also smells like however medieval times smelled. Bad. <laughs> like there's no sewer systems. Like no showers. Like no showers and no sewer systems and everyone no hygiene. poops in a bucket under their beds. I hate I, that. And that's why everybody dies of disease. Yeah. Uh, uh, middle ages explained. <laughs> people, stopped, people start living it, started living a lot longer when we developed hygiene. Crazy. Uh, okay, so and this crazy. is my last one. It's a two-star review. A December to remember would have been better had it not been so bloated. I skipped a big chunk in the middle and hardly missed a thing. I honestly <laughs> took a screenshot of this because I was so confused. I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe a book as bloated before. Me neither. <laughs> but I like it. I'm going to use that in the future. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that's how the hug feels. The hug yeah. feels like... They just ate a large meal of junk food and alcohol. <laughs> they They're not going to feel well tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Are you ready for the last one, Kelly? You the have one book? more? Yep. How Could You Forget Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmas? Oh my gosh! Last one. This is the very last okay, one. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> this first review is a two-star review, and it says, apparently the author studied many lessons in chemistry, but none in history. Two exclamation points. Um, this is also a two-star review. Not another, not like other girls' book, but make her a scientist. Blah. Two stars for the dog. The rest of it was obnoxious. <laughs> uh, One-star review. I'm not kidding. This is the worst book I've ever read. Do not believe the hype around it. It is not funny at all, and is actually extremely disturbing in parts, and extremely dull the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then this is the very last one. And I'm just going to read the first like sentence. What is this book about? Is it a love story? A feminist rant at a role at the role of women in science in the 1950s? Cooking? Rowing? What is the author trying to tell us? I only stuck it out to the end to get answers to these questions. There weren't any. <laughs> I don't disagree. I I, yeah, honestly, with this book, I enjoyed this book, but I also, yeah. like, understand all of those reviews. Same. I agree with you fully. Fully, fully. There were a lot of people who were mad that the author would possibly be willing to share through her writing what she politically stands for. And I was like... Don't... So I, isn't many writers that, do that, though. Yeah, I was like, don't... Aren't we all allowed to do that if we choose to write a novel and then get it published? Like, stop reading it if you don't like it. Yeah. Throw away your and copy also, if you don't like it. Also, I'm sorry. If you pick up a book called Lessons in Chemistry about a woman in the 60s who <laughs> is a chemist and then has to become uh -huh. a on-television cook who's pushing the boundaries of society, I think you should know what political views you're getting into. Yeah, literally. That, that is also... I know. If you read the inside cover you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Very clearly. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. So anyhow, Kelly, those were all of the reviews that we found that were funny and entertaining. And I just like awesome. to say all those reviewers there, they should be authors. They've got some good one liners and I'm here for it. Some Fantastic one liners. I thoroughly enjoyed reading through these. Um, if, my one thing, though, is that people people do need to start making it easier to find funnier reviews. Please be funnier in your reviews. If you're Please always be funny in your reviews. And yes. then send yes. them to us. Yes. Please. Please, please, please. Stars with purpose. How does this book feel <laughs> as a when hug? When it hugs you. When it hugs you. And write funny reviews. That, That's all that we asked for. the lessons that we learned in reading in 2023. Yeah, lessons in reading and history because we now have written, read two historical fictions that I guess didn't do their research on history, so. <laughs> but we don't do our research either, so. <laughs> well, but we never claimed to, you know? Yeah. The people true. who are publishing us are us. No yeah. one else read it and said, that makes sense. <laughs> it was us. We're not talking about history. Yeah. It, I mean, generally sometimes. speaking. Sometimes. And even so then, when it's history, it by saying that we didn't do our research, <laughs> <laughs> or we say something and immediately say, "I didn't research that. That could be a lie." <laughs> We're gonna have a whole conversation based off of 
things that we think might be true, but are honestly probably not. Can you imagine if somebody took every time that we said, we didn't research that at all, and just like wrote us answers to everything that we ever talked about, whether we were right or wrong? I would kind of love that, actually. Well, having a fact checker. Should we hire a fact checker? Do we Are we big enough for that now? Um... Probably, right? <laughs> you're right. I think we need to hire one. I, don't know. I think we do too. If you're a fact checker, 2024 is bringing a lot of things new to us. Truly it is. It truly is. All right. Thank you for joining us in book clubs this year. Um, yeah. We appreciate it. And if you have not read some of these books, go back and read them. If you haven't listened to our book club episodes, mm-hmm. go back and listen to our book club episodes. Yes. Even if you didn't read the book, go back and listen to those episodes. We have a lot of fun on them. They're really fun. We do. We truthfully don't talk about the books all that much. I think we talked about books more, the books more in this podcast than we did in the actual podcast episodes. For a lot of them, for a few of them. So go back and listen to them and join us for 2024. If you have book suggestions at all, we're taking your book suggestions now to help pick book club picks. So send your suggestions our way. Um, Again, we, we like to read good books. We also like to hate read books. So yeah. So whatever you want to read recommendations. Yeah, exactly. We're excited. We're excited to read with you in 2024. Me too. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, y'all. Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces! Bye! Bye. Love Love you. you!